0: Tonight's starting lineup is presented by Five Points Bank. Better choices, better service. Welcome to Five Points Bank, a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches. Five Points Bank can take your banking and make it simple. Five Points Bank in Grand Island and Kearney, the better bank.
1: Doug Duda back with you here at Amherst, where we are ready to take a look at the starting lineup for this afternoon's football game between the Kearney Catholic Stars and the Amherst Broncos. And let's start it off with the visitors from Kearney Catholic, the center for uh, Kearney Catholic uh, tonight. He comes in as number 58 junior Tyler Hendrickson, 5'10", 180-pounder. The guards on the left side are number 56-foot, 215-pound senior Logan Rogish. And on the right side, number 68, 5'11", 185-pound senior Elias Arlt. The tackles are a pair of seniors. Number 54, 6'4", 225-pound Garrett O'Hare. And number 56, 6'3", 210-pound Ian Hewitt is on the right side. Stars will run four wideouts. They are number one, 5'11", 185-pound senior Carson Murphy. Number two, 6'160-pound junior Owen Axman. Number five, 5'10", 170-pound senior Isaiah Gaunt. And number 22, 5'10", 170-pound senior Jacob Lowe. The running back for Carney Catholic is number 11, 5'10", 180-pound junior, Pete Homan. And the quarterback of the Stars is number 8, 5'11", 200-pound senior in Brant Christner. The Stars are 3-1 on the season. The loss coming at the hands of Minden. The wins coming over Donovan Trumbull, Hershey, and Milford. They are coached by Rashawn Harvey, assisted by Mike Pacheco, Rick Moses, Jesse Spangler, Lance Fock. Paul Brungard, Cody Samuelson, Michael Stoddard, and Lauren Kaiser. For the Amherst Broncos, here's how things look for them. The center is number 77, 6'1", 200-pound sophomore, Cope Smith. The guards, on the right side, number 55, 6'2", 230-pound junior, Tucker Stubbs. And on the left side, number 59, 5'9", 180-pound senior, Cale Tobenheim. The tackles on the offensive line on the right side, number 78, 6'2", 220-pound senior, Cooper Trampy. And the left tackle, the Shadron State commit, number 66, 6'4", 245-pound senior in Wyatt Anderson. At tight end for Amherst is number 46, 6'4", 175-pound senior, Carter Rieslin. The wideouts are number 5, 5'6", five, 130-pound sophomore, Easton Malik, and number 11, 6'1", 175-pound senior, Owen Stokebrand. At fullback, number 22, 6 foot 185 pound senior, Ben McGee. The running back, averaging over 190 yards per game so far this season, is number 35, 195 pound senior, Jesse Tesmer. And the quarterback of your Amherst Broncos is number 464, 190 pound senior, Tej Hadwiger. The head coach is Farron Klingelhofer, assisted by Colin Pfeiffer, Jerome Malik, Joe Radke, Preston Peterson, and Vance Jones. Amherst comes in with a record of three and one. The loss to state-rated and undefeated Saint Cecilia. The wins are over Wood River, Chase County, and Donovan Trumbull. So Donovan Trumbull is the common opponent. Kearney Catholic won 22 to 13 opening night, and Amherst beat Donovan last week by a score of 42 to 20. It is Appreciation Week for the officials across the state of nebraska they're doing this for fall winter spring done this the last couple of years and they're being introduced and the cheerleaders have a nice sign and the captain and quarterback tage hadwiger uh, has come out and given the uh referees a uh, special gift as well so cool that they're doing that all over and of course just like us as the radio they've got another ball game uh tonight uh, talking with mike herman they're headed up to sergeant tonight for the twin loop matchup with uh, ansley Litchfield. So those are your starting lineups, as we said, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Also need to take a look at our injury situation, and our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. For Carney Catholic, they do get Jake Geyser back in the lineup today, but Jason Riefenrath has been out all season. You've also got Trey May, who uh, hurt himself with a hamstring injury in the contest against Minden. He'll be on the sidelines as well. For Amherst, kind of the big shot here is to the senior, Talon Roland. He is going to be out of the ballgame as well. That's our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you also want to mention you know these two teams have a couple of guys that uh, can kick the football we talked about it in our uh, pregame with uh, both of the coaches about this could be important on kickoffs if there is some scoring where you can place everybody where you can give them a little problem out there so uh, we'll see how that all works out in this football game for these two uh, football teams uh, Carney Catholic and Amherst have actually had some pretty good kickers mr elo obviously uh, the last few years I'm for Amherst and they didn't lose six, a whole lot six, there because Malik is three of five on field goal attempts so far this year. And then for Carney Catholic, you get Solomon Weens, and they've already had him out there a couple of times at well over 50 yards. So we'll see how it all plays out. We're glad to have you along with us. We are one of the very first games in the entire state of Nebraska to kick off on this Friday, although Heartland Lutheran is playing Stewart at this time in some six-man action. And Stewart is up 26-6 in the final minute of the first quarter of a play. So Stewart, the number nine team in the state with the lead over Hartland Lutheran. You've been listening to the Hokemeyer Hybrid's pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hokemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. It was Amherst who won the toss. They elected to defer. Carney Catholic will receive the football. They will move from our right to left. It's not exactly a true north, south, or east, west field here at Amherst. But uh, stars will get the first crack at it. And we're about ready for football. We'll be back with more after this on ESPN Tri-Cities.
2: CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. For professional service to keep your
3: business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business.
0: Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. i Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed Dealer. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Call 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary and all major insurances are accepted.
1: And we are ready for football here in Amherst. want to say a big thank you to uh, Athletic Director Nathan Dietz and Matt Gordon as well for their hospitality from last night to tonight as that postponed game is about ready to get things kicked off here on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and online at newschannelnebraska.com. Pretty muggy here this afternoon after all the rain. 72 degrees is the temperature right now in Amherst. We have just a little bit of a breeze that is going to be at the back of Amherst, about 7 to 10 mile an hour, if that. They say east-southeast at 7 miles per hour. The ball is on the tee. Easton Malik has it. Ready to go for Amherst. He'll put his foot into it. It'll be a short kick that'll be returnable. It's going to bounce at about the 20-yard line, scooped up at the 22-yard line, trying to get around the right side is gaunt to the 25, and he'll be brought down just across the 25-yard line. We'll talk about our field conditions here in a little bit, but uh, again, this has been an 11-man field and an 8-man field. Now back to an 11-man field. It's got a little bit of a crown on it. It's unique. It's not exactly 100% manicured, But it is looking very nice, and the ball is returned out to the 28-yard line. So there are some rough spots out there, and I wouldn't be surprised after that rain if sometime during this ballgame we just see a couple guys slip, whether it's running or on pass patterns. And it's going to be quarterback follow here, and Krischer's got a big hole up the middle. He's across the 35, he's across the 40, the 45, and out to the 47-yard line. That's going to be a gain of nearly 20 yards on the play, 19 On a first down and ten carry here for the quarterback, Brant Christner. Both teams want to run the football, but everybody says that too. Trips to the left side now. Single to the right side as Holman in the backfield. They will fake it to him. Quarterback keeper again. Pancake block at the line is going to end up being a hold. You can call it a pancake block or you can call it a hold. They just ran right over the top that time of Carter Riesland. And it didn't take long for the side judge to reach for that flag and throw it. It was a short gain right out to midfield. It's going to wipe out this four-yard gain. And our referee signaling the wrong side. Now he's going to come over and tell the press box side that it was a hold. So a ten-yard penalty here, the first of the ball game, just underway. And after a very nice play to get things started, now Carney's going to be Behind the sticks here. First down and 20. Move the ball back to about the 37-yard line. Again, it's always been a big strike type of offense. Doesn't mean that it will be today. As in the game is Kale Crone. He's over here to the short side where they put the trips this time. And Kristner, quarterback follow again. They saw something on tape that they liked. Off the right side, he'll cross the 40 out to the 42. Close to the 43-yard line. That's going to be a 7-yard gain for Brandt. And it'll bring up second down. And 13 so they ran the first one off left guard this one came off right guard and of course you got a senior with experience in Brant Krishner of who to follow out there but that time he just got behind Arlton Hewitt and got himself a nice seven yard gain as Amherst committed to covering the zone with their secondary, roll to the right, Christner wants to throw underneath. It's complete to Carson Murphy at midfield. He breaks a tackle, 45. He's got the first down. Amherst, 40 to the 39-yard line, 18 yards on the pass and catch, and the Stars overcome the hold, and they're ready to go again. Again, it's a modified what a lot of teams at all levels wear now, uh, run now. It's no huddle, but that doesn't mean they don't take time to check the sideline, check the wristbands, and move on from there. So first down and 10 stars, they'll mark it right at the 40-yard line. On the opening drive of the football game, almost two minutes gone here. Kristner, quarterback follow again, starts left, not there, goes right. He is going to be upended. Getting through there and not letting him get away is Tucker Stubbs. Nice tackle to get him behind the line of scrimmage. Looked like he was going to lose the uh, ankle tackle there, but he hung on and he drops him for a two-yard loss. and It'll be second down and 12, Carney Catholic. Again, two long drives by St. Cecilia is what beat Amherst in their only loss of the year, and those were both in the first half on St. Cecilia's first two possessions. Stars trying to copy that here started at their own 28 rolling against the grain to his left Krishner has nobody open now just throws it out here and it's almost intercepted and it probably should have been a pass that he should have ate that time and it's behind everybody Stokebrand was there and he actually got his hand on it and almost deflected it back to Owen axman That was good defense there was nowhere for him to run they'd hemmed him in over here on the Amherst sideline he tried to make something happen out of nothing Kind of like one of my golf shots in the rough. Try to gamble, and it doesn't pay off. He got away with it that time, though. And it'll stop the clock. 9.23 to go first quarter. Opening drive. Third and 12, those stars at the Amherst 42. Blocking back and straight back to pass. Christner looks right, not there. Now throws down the middle and way over his intended receiver and it's picked at the 20-yard line and coming up the field with it is Easton Malik to the 25-30. He's up to the 35 and he'll be brought down at the 37-yard line. The pass was intended for Jacob Lowe but was well over his head. I think it was right at the moment Christner was deciding to tuck it up and run and happened to catch Low out of the corner of his eye and just floated it right over his head. So an Early, promising drive ends up with a Malik INT. And it'll be Amherst ball at their 37-yard line. And again, the grand scheme of things, if that falls incomplete, they punt. Probably not as good a field position for Amherst, but still would have had a decent start. Hadwiger under center out of the power I formation. It's sweep left here. They toss it on the toss sweep left, and not much there for Jesse Tesmer. He'll come up about a yard, maybe two to the 39-yard line on the first carry of the ball game for Tesmer. Second down and eight. Again, the beginning of another long day of football, including our games right here on ESPN and newschannelnebraska.com. Ball in the far hash near the Kearney Catholic side Empty over here to the right side. Not a single wide out. Twins to the left. Handed off again, Tesmer, and he is bottled up in the backfield. Bounced off one, but nowhere to go. He's going to be dropped again. Nice job in there. All kinds of folks around the ball carrier. Think we'll give uh, the tackle. Rogish was in there, and it's going to be no gain on the play for Tesmer. It'll bring up third down and eight. They'll put Hadwiger in the shotgun this time. Go with the tight end to the right side and twins to the left. Tesmer is a blocking back. Stars fake the blitz. Rolling to the right, Hadwiger. Nobody open. Now throws back against the grain and off the hands of the intended receiver. Owen Stokebrand right at midfield. Throwing it into the middle of that Kearney Catholic zone defense. Zane Slack was there defensively for the Stars. So after the interception, a three and out here for Amherst. And they'll put the football away with stoke brand to do so pretty good punter is a uh, stoke brand carney catholic will send back low and the kick is away high fairly short they're going to let it bounce which is it does at the 30 takes a little bit of a carney catholic bounce to the 32 yard line and that's where it'll die it's only a 29 yard punt but there is no return And each team has had it once. Kearney Catholic will take over 1st and 10 at their own 32-yard line. Scoreless with 7.44 to go here in the first quarter of play on ESPN Tri-Cities. Stars will be on the near hash here. The boundary to the Amherst side. The lone receiver will be Owen Axman. And then they'll go trips to the wide side went off to the right side of his quarterback, Brant Christner takes the snap, rolls right, looking to throw, looking. They roll the pocket out. Now he's got to get rid of it and throws it to the Carney Catholic sideline. Great coverage by the Amherst defense. And Christner will face second down and 10 here for the Stars. Good pursuit. I like what Amherst has done about three times now. They haven't really just went right after Christner, but they've hemmed him in. They forced him to the sideline because they know he wants to take off and run. And good pursuit over there that time by the uh, defensive lineman cope smith as he took him towards the star sideline. second out in 10 now to the short side will be jacob Lowe. still trips to the right side in fact they'll actually suck in an end here and they'll run right and cut back to the middle of the football field holman has a hole and he'll be brought down by Kyler Jones and also a guy that you're gonna call his name a lot Carter Riesland as he comes across the 35 to about the 39 yard line gonna be a gain of seven on the play on the first carry of the contest for Pete Homan third down and three stars at their own 39 checking his wristband switching from the left to the right is the sophomore Keaton Wemhoff gives them twins to that side again Single wide receiver to the short side, and There's all kinds of movement. Kearney Catholic wasn't ready. We saw this a couple of times at Milford last week where they were not, you could visually see that they weren't on the same page. And the right side of the line moved, the left side of the line stayed. So just a little communication issue. And that'll back him up five, the second penalty on Carney Catholic. But instead of third and short, it'll now be third and eight. Maybe take him out of a run play to a pass. Slot left will be Murphy. Short side again is low. Kristner takes it, fakes the handoff, rolls to the wide side of the field, throws underneath and it's complete, but hit right away. Jesse Tesmer as Keaton Wemoff hauled it in after just a couple of yards. So gave him the cushion and Tesmer closed quickly, but there is another penalty flag on the field. And Amherst is gonna decline it. Oh, it was another hold. It's only about a two-yard pass play. And so Amherst instead of forcing third at about 18 is going to take the fourth and six and force Carney Catholic to punt the football away. 642 to go here with the clock. Not running after the penalty. Actually going to say about fourth and five. Holman back to punt it away. Malik, the lone man, back deep here for Amherst. Snap, right on the money. Here comes a good pressure, but the kick is away. Again, short kick, but he's going to get a good roll. It bounces at the 35, inside the 30, inside the 25, all the way down to about the 22-yard line. That is a 40-yard punt for Pete Oman, and it'll be first down and 10 for the Amherst Broncos. They get their second crack at it here on ESPN. Tri-Cities were scoreless in the first quarter. Make sure you check out our guys. I see a Mason and Darren are both here from KSNB4 and NTV, so there'll be some highlights of the game, maybe even on the early sports tonight. Amherst will start at their 23-yard line, first down and 10. They were three and out on the opening possession. This time, Hadwiger comes out from under center. They've got Bunch to the right side, everybody there behind the tight end. They simply give it to Tesmer. Now he is hitting the backfield and drug down. Brant Christner came in on the blitz. Tesmer only had about two steps, three, two, three, two. and he wasn't sure if he should try and juke him or go back and the grain. Great tackle there by Kristner. That's going to be a loss of four on the play. So Tesmer, three carries, negative two yards, two, zero, and a loss of four. So both teams still going through X's and O's. Had a little extra time last night, maybe while they were waiting out the storm to... Get those iPads out and look at even more of the film. Second and 14 at their own 19. Hadwiger out of the shotgun. Reed option pulls it back from Tesmer, wants to run it to the right side. Home and had him in the backfield, made him change directions. He'll come across the 20, out to near the 25. Good run, good decision that time. Low in there on the tackle. And they'll mark him down at the 26-yard line. It's going to be a gain of five for Hadwiger. That will be third down. We'll call it about seven yards to go. But Homan got through there immediately. Hadwiger held it in the belly of Tesmer quite a bit, waiting for that linebacker to commit. Arnie Kettle did a good job of holding their position. Twins to the left side again. On third down, back to pass Hadwiger looking that way. Under pressure, rolls to his right, going to have to dump it off, throws it underneath and behind Stokebrand, who was right at the first down marker, Pete Homan is there again with the pressure. So once again, a three and out here for Amherst. Back to back on the three and outs. And Carney Catholic will get their third opportunity and we're barely halfway through the first quarter of play. High school football brought to you by Currency as the boot is away from Braylon Russell, excuse me. The punter, high short kick at the 39-yard line. Not too bad. That's better than the last one. They'll mark him there. Looks like a 35-yard punt once it's all said and done as it's fair caught there by Jacob Lowe. So we've been playing in between the 20s for the most part. Now Carney Catholic gets another opportunity. A promising opening drive. They had an 18-yard run on the first play by Christner. Then he had... An 18-yard pass play, even overcame a holding penalty, but threw an interception on third down that Malik was able to pick off. And the defense now has done their job for the Stars again. Krishner hands it off, homing off the right side, crashes into the defensive back at the 40-yard line and falls forward to the 41. Going to be a gain of two. It'll be second down and eight on the second carry of the game for Pete. In and seven, 7, 4 five. Catholic moving from our right to left. Homan comes out of the game, tosses his helmet down and hits the ground. So he is injured over there. In motion is Murphy. They'll hand it off anyway. Off the right side, nowhere to go. Coming through and finishing off the tackle is Wyatt Anderson. In it running back While was Key, uh, Hunter Key. Key. We'd Anderson seen last week a little bit of Damian Van Meter, but they go to key here, and he's gonna get basically nothing on the play. Maybe a couple, I guess they're gonna actually say a couple. And that'll bring up third down and four. Again, Holman's still over there on the sideline. They'll put Murphy in motion, wanted to throw, is Krishner underneath, it's complete to Murphy, but he's brought down immediately at the 41-yard line by Ben McGee, and we've got all kinds of flags right where the center is, and Kearney Catholic is getting dinged for holding, again. But again, if they decline it, it would be a punt situation. And that is what Amherst has elected to do. So it was a pass play complete for about two yards, and Carney Catholic is three and out. So not a whole lot of excitement after the first couple plays of the ball game. Glad you're along with us here on ESPN. Good defense as the Stars will boot it away. Waiting for the snap on fourth down and seven. Weens the punter and hits a short one. Got to get out of the way so it doesn't hit him. It lands at about the 36, bounces to the 33. That's a 27-yard punt this time for Carney Catholic. So the Stars, three possessions, an interception and two punts, and Amherst now will take over for the third time, looking for their first first down of the ballgame. We're scoreless with 3.34 to go here in the opening stanza. The Stars in the white uniforms with the green pants and gold helmets. The Amherst Broncos in the red tops with the white numerals and helmets with the gray pants as they move from left to right. Again, twins to the left side. Nobody here to the boundary side. Back under center is Hadwiger out of the power eye. McGee is the fullback. They fake the handoff. It's a rollout. Hadwiger, he's got some room to roam. He's got five. He's got 10, and look out. 40, 45, 50, and an ankle tackle at the Carney Catholic 45-yard line may have prevented the all-the-way from tage Hadwiger. Carson Murphy makes the tackle after a 22-yard run by Hadwiger, the first first down of the ball game for the Broncos. Matt Hadwiger just walked by. He's got to be happy about that run right there. He's got to get to the other end of the field where he can see. Good run by his son, Taze, right there. First and 10, first snap for Amherst in Kearney Catholic territory. Quarterback follow off the right side. and Not a lot of room to the 40, trying to follow Tesmer over there. In and then on the tackle for Kearney Catholic is Elias Alt. They'll mark him just short of the 40. A gain of three on the play for Hadwiger. 2.45, no score, first quarter. Neither team has even been in the red zone. The best of the first three drives, as we said, because of the first first down of the contest here by Amherst. Stokebrand and Malik off to the left. In fact, Malik's gonna go way out there. You almost can't see him by the Kearney Catholic sideline. Hadwiger back under center, turns, Tesmer off the left side, steps out of an ankle tackle, then gets bear-hugged at the 39, and they drive him backwards. Didn't even get him tackled, but they blew it dead. Wemhoff is in there. Also in there is Garrett O'Hare. It's gonna be a gain of a yard for Jesse Tesmer. So the Stars have really done a good job of keeping him contained early in this football game. Third down, we'll call it six for Amherst at the Carney Catholic 39-yard line as we go under two minutes. Now coming in at wide receiver Braylon Russell. Still though, just twins to the left. They set McGee as the halfback to the right side. Tesmer in the backfield. They'll roll to the wide side, option. Pitch is lofted in the air, but it got to him. And he's able to turn it upfield to the 35 to the 34 where he's upended by Isaiah Gaunt. That's gonna be very close to the first down, but I think he's short. Hadwiger just kind of threw that thing up in the air. Not a crisp pitch at all. It will be a five-yard gain for Tesmer, his best run, and you're in kind of no-man's land here, so they're going to go for it, it looks like. Fourth and one. Ball is at the 34. 51 might be just a little too far for Malik. We saw him try 45 at Hastings. Under center, Hadwiger, will they sneak it on fourth and one? Nope turn, handed to Tesmer, almost didn't get it to him, and they will not get the first down. Tried to really stretch that ball out there and hand it off to Tesmer and it threw the timing of the playoff and he runs into the left side of that defensive line for Kearney Catholic and ends up getting stuffed. So both teams having trouble getting towards the red zone. No gain on the play for Tesmer and Kearney Catholic will take over on downs at the 34-yard line. 54 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Haven't Sixth seen day. either team take a shot down the field either. Usually you want to get comfortable with your offense, maybe get a first down or two. And what happened was the one time that Carney Catholic threw it a little downfield, it got picked, faking the jet sweep. Kristner looking wheel rod, it's covered out here. Now he's being pressured, doing a lot of dancing, breaks a tackle, breaks another one from Riesland. He gets across the 35-yard line and he'll be dropped at the 37 after a short gain, Jesse Tesmer. Finally ran him down. It took too long for the play to develop. By the time he started to scramble, Lowe had been wide open, continuing that wheel route. He got behind every defender. But by that time, Christner had to start scrambling. And it's a two-yard gain. He's got 26 yards on four carries. Started it with a 19-yard run on the first play of the game. This could be the last play of the quarter. It will be Christner, quarterback follow. They grab his jersey. They bulldog him down. Does Wyatt Anderson. After he gets out to the 40-yard line, that's going to be a gain of three. And that'll be the end of the first quarter here in Amherst. They want to run it. They've been trying to run it. We're scoreless on this Friday afternoon, playing in the afternoon because we were suspended last night because of the weather. And for Carney Catholic, it'll be third and five at their own 40 when we start the second quarter.
5: 308
4: 236 9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Kearney Towing and Repair.
6: At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Carney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you.
1: Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities and News Channel, Nebraska.com. We're ready to get the second quarter underway. The sun breaking through the overcast clouds here in Amherst. We are scoreless. The stars Third and five, and some jumping, and it looks like we might get offsides here on Amherst, being a little overzealous there. And that will be the call. It'll be the first penalty of the football game on the Amherst Broncos. Two in the first half, first quarter, I should say, on Kearney Catholic. And that'll be the third first down. It's the first first down for Kearney Catholic since that opening drive. And they were debating on whether that was actually a first down or not, but now the officials say, go ahead and move the sticks. So it'll be first and 10, ball at their own 45 yard line. Trips to the short side, nobody to the wide side. They'll turn, they'll hand it to Homan, who's back in the ball game. And he's gonna get four, maybe five. See if they say his knees down at the 49. So Holman who got dinged on the last series is back in there. Murphy checks out, Lowe is in. Holman two carries for nine yards in the first quarter. Key had a two yarder. Brant Kristner had five carries for 29 yards. Through the air he was three of six with a pick for 22 yards. Tesmer, four yards on six carries. Hadwiger, 30 yards. Here's a little bubble screen to the right side. Complete to Owen Axman. They've been waiting for that the whole game, and he's going to get a short gain from the 49 of the Stars to the 47 of Amherst. Four yards. No passing yards in the first quarter for Amherst, so 34 total yards. Third down and three. Carney Catholic at the 47. Need to get just across the 45 listener sends out signals, switches all of his wide outs to the wide side. This usually means run short side. And they will hand it off to Homan. He lowers his shoulder, he's got the first down. Opened up a gap between left guard and left tackle and was able to get enough before Reesland brought him down. Carter's done such a great job again this year and again from the 47 to the 43 of four yards for Homan. And back-to-back first downs for Carney Catholic. It's scoreless, just underway in the second quarter. Ten and a half to go. Kristner, quarterback follow. Left side, big hole, 40, 35, and he'll be brought down short of the first down at the 34-yard line. Little McGee little in little on little the little tackle little. that time. And let's see where they finally do mark him down. Started at the 43, they're gonna get him to the third, or excuse me, yeah, 43, he's at the 36. 37, gonna say a nine yard gain that time for Christner. Second and one, gives it off to Van Meter for the first time, starts left, comes right, he's gonna be pulled down from behind by Kale Tombenheim, right at the first down marker. Our White Hat looks at it and says, yep, close enough to the 32, so again a 2 for Van Meter, and the Stars have a drive going here in the early stages of quarter number 2, scoreless, and Carney Catholic at the 32-yard line of the Broncos, again warm and muggy, that may have an effect on the players tonight, different than what it felt like last night, no doubt about it. Kristner stakes the snap, Van Meter again off left guard, and he'll run into Taj Hadwiger and company and be brought down after a short gain. Wyatt Anderson wraps him up around the waist and drives him back. Short gain on the play for two more for Damian Van Meter. One thing about it, it seems like the game is rolling right along. 8.45 to go here in the first half. Again, two pass attempts for Amherst, Kristner has put it up a few more times. He's got seven pass attempts. Second out and eight. Ball on the right hash near the Amherst sideline. Fake it to Van Meter, quarterback keeper out the left side. Krishner steps through a hole, and he's going to be coming back. Boy, our referee is throwing a holding penalty almost every time now. So um, at some point, as uh, you see Rashawn Harvey now come out a few yards onto the field, I think he wants to get an explanation about is it the same kid, are we doing something that we've been doing all year but is not something that you like or what is the story because not only have you got a couple of holds called, there's been a couple of holds declined because they were on third and long and Amherst forced them to punt. So wipe out the nice run by Brant Christner, and add another hold. That's two accepted and two declined. And we've only played a quarter and three and a half minutes, 15 and a half minutes of football. It'll be second down, 15, ball at the 37. Twins to each side, haven't seen this much. It's usually been trips. Fake it to Homan, quarterback right up the middle. Now Christian to the right side, tries to break a tackle, broke one, but not a second one. As bringing him down is gonna be Deweese in there after the play was slowed down by Wyatt Anderson. Give Wyatt Deweese credit for finishing him off. Gonna be a gain of three on the play and it'll be third down and 12 for Carney Catholic. So the fans kind of waiting for something big to happen here. One thing about the way it's built here at Amherst, none of the fans get to be in the middle of the field. All the stands are from about the 30 to the goal line on both sides. So they're trying to see some action down towards them. Christian to throw on third and 12. Looking, looking, lofts it out here. Tipped by Lowe. It's in the air and finally comes to the ground. Amherst wanted another hold and probably could have got one. The pressure from the outside. The referee looked at it. He actually kind of reached towards his waist and then didn't throw it. The pass is incomplete. And that'll bring up fourth down to the Stars. Look like maybe they're going to go for it here at the 34-yard line. So that was one of the things there. Do you go for the whole first down, or do you try and get five or six and then give Weens a chance at the field goal? Now they are going to punt it. Fourth and 11, 33. They're going to try and nail Amherst deep. And finally, Carney Catholic, not sure if they got enough guys out there. Holman was uh, getting ready to punt it away, and he kept counting, kept counting, and we'll have our first timeout of the afternoon brought to you by ent physicians of carney taking care of you since 1994 located where you need us specializing in you 726 to go in the first half carney catholic and amherst are still scoreless
7: does your business need help financing new construction equipment trucks or trailers or do you need financing for a new motorhome fifth wheel or atv currency is here to help just fill out an application and currency finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms Visit gocurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC DBA, currency pursuant to CFL License 60DB0 54873.
1: Didn't take long. Teams are already back and ready to get going here. You're listening to KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, and NewsChannelNebraska.com. Only going to try and Pin Amherst deep here on the punt. And there's the pooch down the right side. Might have got it too close to the sideline. Yeah, that was nothing. That's one of those that make you go, we should have went for it. Tried to hit it on the corner, and it didn't go very far at all. Let's see where they finally mark this thing. Maybe, maybe 15 yards. If that, they're going to mark it at the 20. It's a 13-yard punt for Carney Catholic. So not a great starting spot here for Amherst, but they're not at their own two either. First and 10 at the 20. One more crack here for the Broncos. They've been held to one first down here in the first half. That was on a 22 naked bootleg for Hadwiger. Now he wants to throw, sending everybody deep, pressure from the backside, gonna have to throw this one up for grabs. Riesland caught it, but he's hit out of bounds and they're gonna call it complete. Okay, I don't know the exact rule. I'm gonna I'm gonna confess here. It's brought down at the 36-yard line. That'll be the first completion to Riesland. It's a 16-yarder, and it doesn't matter. There's a flag back there for holding. Just saw that a 10-yard penalty. It was a nice pass. Riesland caught it, but he never got his feet down. He got hit while he was in the air and shoved out of bounds. Back in the day, that counted. I know in the NFL now and college, you have to come down in bounds. I'm not positive what the rule is in high school. So uh, Jimmy, if you're listening, it is a uh, first down and 20 all the way back at the 10. Want to throw again, pressure again. Hadwiger back towards his end zone, throws it short and almost gave it to the defensive lineman, Javier Copley was there. And we may get intentional grounding Hadwiger, I don't know exactly if he was in the end zone or not. They're talking to the Kearney Catholic defense who seems pretty happy. You can hear the Kearney Catholic coaches saying, was he in the end zone? And he was. The official picks up the yellow flag and tosses it back in the end zone. You're gonna have holding or intentional grounding, excuse me, on the offense and it'll be a safety. So the Kearney Catholic defense forces Taj Hadwiger to throw it away. They've been putting pretty good pressure. If the first guy's open for Taj, he's gonna get him, but he hasn't been. And he was rushed back into his end zone and instead of throwing it to the sideline, he threw it right in between the hash marks. And that will be a safety, our first points of the game. So a safety on the intentional grounding in the end zone and Carney Catholic has the rare 2-0 lead. And that will be the third penalty in all in this quarter against the Amherst Broncos. And now you get a free kick. So you can punt it if you want, you can put it on the tee and kick it off if you want. You can drop kick it if you want. Don't forget, ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions, your ag retailer of the future. Be sure to log on to ESPNSuperstation.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on ESPNSuperstation.com, brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions. We've had multiple winners from these two schools, and there's still some great athletes out there to be honored wherever you're at in the listening area. Please go to ESPNSuperstation.com. There's so many great athletes. Can't win if they're not nominated. And we're looking forward to getting a name out there here at the end of September. They've elected to punt. Pretty good punt, but it's headed out of bounds at the Kearney Catholic 40-yard line, and that's exactly what happens from Braylon Russell. And now the Stars will get pretty good starting field position. If they elect to take it, they may make him kick it again. Yeah, that's exactly what Rashawn Harvey says. I want him to kick it again. He goes, if I can get the 40, I might even be able to do better here. I want to get a chance to return this. So back out goes the kickoff team for Amherst. 7.04 to go, first half. Carney Catholic 2, Amherst nothing. And the free kick coming up here after the safety. So Braylon Russell will back up five and have to punt it from his 15. So even if he gets a nice 40-yard punt, that's to the Kearney Catholic 45. And now it looks like they're gonna change it up and maybe put the ball on a tee. Coming in there is Easton Malik. And Malik will go ahead and put it on the tee. And this might be more so he can squib it up the middle instead of get a high-hanging punt that would be returnable. Nonetheless, Stars should have excellent field position. Amherst the key to get down on coverage. And Malik's kick sails back. It'll be taken at the 36-yard line by the Stars. It's got, works his way to the left side, 40-45. Good tackle over there. Ben McGee is able to bring him down at the 45-yard line. And that's what Carney Catholic will start on the free kick. Stars have used one of their timeouts, Amherst has all three of theirs, and Carney Catholic first down and ten, they'll officially mark it at the 47-yard line, give him his forward progress. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report, we'll take a look at the first half stats, we'll talk about the games that are coming up tonight, what else is going on for Huskers, Lopers, Broncos, and a whole lot more, first and ten. On the jet sweep, they fake it. Quarterback keep off the left side. Kristner gets into Amherst territory and it'll be brought down at the 47-yard line. Again, a six for Kristner. Last week at Milford, they were working on some more misdirection, actually trying to get Carson Murphy involved in the backfield. They have not done that, at least to this point. In fact, they haven't even faked the jet sweep very often. Owen Axman was in motion that time. Gannon David checks into the ball game. Gonna go trips to the boundary side over there by Kearney Catholics. Sideline, second out and four. Home and off to the right side of his quarterback, Brant Kristner, looking for our first touchdown of the ball game, quarterback follow right side and right into the teeth of that Amherst defense. A one-arm tackle by Wyatt Anderson, big and strong and maybe even grabbed his towel, had to toss it back to Kristner, who tucks it in his back pocket. Gonna be no gain on the play for Brandt, and that means it's third down and four at the Amherst 47-yard line. Kale Crone out to the right side. David's over here. In betwixt them is going to be Jacob Lowe. Murphy all by himself, one-on-one on the left. Gonna be press coverage here by Amherst. Third and four, rolling to the right. Kristner looking, setting down, catching the football for a first down is Kale Crone right at the 40-yard line, had good coverage out there, but an excellent pass, Malik brought him down, gonna be a gain of seven, and it'll be first down and 10 here for Kearney Catholic. Again, Kristner only has one pass over seven yards, and that was his first pass completion of the ball game. Amherst still just one first down in the game. 5.15 to go in the first half, it's Kearney Catholic two, Amherst nothing. Stars are on the drive after receiving the free kick and intentional grounding in the end zone against Amherst. Now we're gonna run an old Carney Catholic play. Well, can't get it done, delay a game. But one of the things about this is that's probably the guys that are wearing the headsets and not the kids. This is the first time they lined up in that formation all afternoon long. You're going a little deeper down your playbook. It's taking you longer to get the play in and it's gonna be a delay a game and make it first down and 15 they're going old school bernie madison bubble bunch to the left side and now homan goes out way and it's going to be a bubble screen out here to carson murphy he's hitting the backfield breaks the tackle tries to get to the edge to the 40 to the 39 and he's going to be wrestled out of there by rieslin and after all that it's going to be six yards not bad coverage at all by amherst it'll be second down and nine so Probably forgetting that they were trying to get the ball to Carson Murphy a little bit more. Finally got it into his hands. In Carney Catholic sends trips to the wide side. Looks like Van Meter's back in the ball game as running back on second out of nine at the 39 of Amherst. Krishner rolls right. Looks short, nothing there. Now throws it up, oh it's a wounded duck and it's picked off. It is picked off right into the hands of Tage Hadwiger. That's one of those that he tried to throw downfield and it just slipped out of his hands. It wasn't tipped, he wasn't hit. And the second interception of the ball game. Elmer Fudd liked that one. He could get that one shot down. So Tage Hadwiger, big interception here for Axtell, or Amherst, (laughs) excuse me, we're gonna be in Axtell tonight. Uh, He Gets the pick and it's gonna be at the 21 yard line of amherst and turn that thing around after the free kick now amherst got to find some offense here out of the pistol gonna hand it to tesmer he's hitting the backfield and nowhere to go boy carney catholic is finding the gaps they're getting back there they're making great plays just denying tesmer anything it's the sophomore zane slack who gets back there and drops him for a loss of five And as things stand right now, Tesmer has negative yards rushing with three and a half to go in the second quarter. He's averaging 190 yards a game. Pretty incredible trying to force Amherst to throw the football. Maybe have to get McGee the fullback involved or Hadwiger to run it again. Second and long. Penalty flag. We're going to get another delay. Looks like just as they snapped it, the flag came flying in the air. So we were on a good pace. And now four penalties in this quarter on Amherst. Two in the quarter, four in the game on Carney Catholic. And they're getting awfully close to their own end zone again. This is what happened to them on the last drive. They took over at the 20. They had a hold. And then Hadwiger scramble mode ended up getting in the end zone and grounding the football. Second down and 20 back at their own 11. Hadwiger, counterplay left side, jumping through there is Tesmer. He'll get enough to get across the 15, and out to about the 16. Looks like a five yard gain for Jesse. It'll be third down, and all of 15 yards to go. And I think if you're Amherst here, you wanna use as much of this play clock as you can See if you can get it to Carney Catholic under two minutes. If the Stars get a stop here, I would expect that they would use the timeout. We're at 2.35, and it's tough to score right now. Could be a field position switch. See if Hadwiger just runs the ball. Third and long, back to pass, looking fly pattern. Going to throw it as far as he can down the left side, and it's going to be picked off at the 42-yard line by Jacob Lowe. The intended receiver on the left side was Owen Stokebrand. He just didn't know the ball was coming his way, and that's one of the benefits there for Lowe. He saw it coming the entire way, waited for it, and picked it off, and still zero passing yards in the ball game for Amherst, and the teams will exchange turnovers, and Carney Catholic will get it at the Amherst 41-yard line. Still plenty of time here with two timeouts. And 2.19 to go in the second quarter. It's only two to nothing, Kearney Catholic. Stars will go with that bunch formation again. Four wide outs to the left side. They're a little farther off the hash. Kristner takes it, gives it to Homan right up the middle. There's room, 35, 30, stiff arm right sideline, 25, 20, to the 15, to the 10, and they upend him there. It's gonna be first and goal right at the 10 yard line. A gain of 31 yards for Pete Homan. Finally went a little misdirection and the stars try to hustle up to the line of scrimmage they will mark it right on the 10 so they don't have to put the chains up ball of the near hash Christner as carson murphy hands it to him and he walks right up the middle there wasn't anybody there inside the five to the three boy amherst is gassed they weren't ready to go Hadley. If Murphy knew the gap was gonna be that open, he might've hit it with a little more explosion. That's an eight yard gain for Carson Murphy. Second and goal, just outside the two. Murphy in the backfield as a running back for the first time today. Motion with Gaunt, quarterback follow right side and Kristener falls forward, no. Our side judge says the ball hit before the goal line so, a two-yard game there for Christner, and it's third and goal at the one. Remember, the Stars had it first and goal at the two at Milford and didn't get in last week. Minute 15, there's no need to hurry here either if you're Carney Catholic. As they break the semi-huddle, bunch to the left. Christner takes it, hands it to Murphy. Murphy hit in the backfield, he's not going to get there. The blitz works. Hitting him is Hadwiger as soon as they handed it off to him. And once again, Carney Catholic, trouble in the red zone. Gonna be a loss of a couple of yards on the play. And they're lining up to go for it. I think if I'm Carney Catholic, i kick the field goal here. Fourth and goal at the two. Let's see if the Stars use a timeout. 30 seconds, here he comes. Coach Harvey wants to call the timeout. Nobody's paying attention. Which again is one of those things if you're an official, don't you look to the sideline once in a while. So uh, that time they finally got the attention, and Carney Catholic will use their second timeout here of the half. So Carney Catholic has lined up to go for it. It's fourth and goal at the Amherst 2, but the score is two to nothing with 28 seconds to go here in quarter number two. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians.
7: Fellow Nebraska farmers and landowners, have you looked at AFAN, the Alliance for the Future of Agriculture? That's AFAN. Whether you're aiming to diversify your operation or seeking a profitable partnership with a livestock producer, AFAN has got your back. Our dedicated team is here to connect you with the right resources and opportunities for success. Visit our website, becomeafan.org. That's becomeafan.org. Thank you to our premier partner, Farm Credit services of america
1: back here in the carney towing and repair broadcast booth bringing you this area defensive battle between carney catholic and amherst while carney towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance called carney towing and repair when you need us we'll be there and the stars are lining up to go for it Fourth and goal at the two. Van Meter is in the backfield. The ball is on the right hash. The short side and all four receivers are on that side. Christner rolls that way. It's run all the way and he is going to be brought down by Hadwiger short of the end zone. They got everybody blocked but Tej Hadwiger and back-to-back big defensive plays behind the line of scrimmage for Hadwiger. And now Amherst just needs to kneel on it and take us to halftime. Carney Catholic rolled the dice and did not get in. Couple of nice plays after the interception. First and goal at the 10, second and goal at the two. And denied. Ball marked at the three yard line. Can't imagine they'd do anything but kneel on it right here. Hadwiger's under center. Take the snap. He is gonna hand it off. Tezra on the right side. Oh my goodness, Carson Murphy shoulder pad to shoulder pad as he got into the secondary. And Tesmer's gonna pick up a few yards here from the three out to about the nine, but he got de It's gonna be a gain of eight on the play for Tesmer, and that should bring us to the end of the first quarter of play as Amherst is not going to break the huddle. In the back of my mind, I feel that after all these years, I've called a game that was two to nothing at halftime in football, but I can't remember which one it is. If we have or if we haven't, it, it, is a rare, Rare ball game, only one first down of the first half for this Amherst offense. And they'll have to go to the end zone here and huddle with their team and find some stuff out. Carney Catholic has moved the ball a little bit, but they've got a couple of picks and got stuffed at the two yard line. We are at halftime in Amherst, a game that was supposed to have played last night, but because of the lightning and the weather, they had to postpone it to this afternoon. And your score is Carney Catholic 2 and Amherst nothing. The Ravenna Sanitation halftime report is coming up next here on ESPN Tri-Cities KXPN Carney KICS Hastings.
5: When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing at Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blake, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. At Carney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you.
2: What's the Prairie Valley Promise? Our promise to you is to help you see the season through. No matter what life throws at you, the Prairie Valley team is dedicated to helping you, and that's what makes us different. We could talk about our top-performing genetics, seed packages created and locally tested the work for your operation, and our superior yield guarantee, but that's not what matters most. Helping you see the season through, from planting to harvest, and everything outside and in between is what matters most. That's what makes the Prairie Valley Promise unique. Prairie Valley seeds grow without limits.
3: Looking for a quality but still affordable vehicle? Many of our customers have found peace of mind through our great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified pre-owned vehicles.
8: Each one goes through a
3: 172-point inspection and reconditioning process by factory-trained technicians. Looking for a different used vehicle option? No problem. We carry all makes and models and have financing options for qualified vehicles and buyers. Experience the difference and join our family at Hastings Ford. We are Nebraska. Not all buyers and vehicles will qualify for financing. See for for details
8: Pioneer, with you from the word go.
1: See Impact Seed. And Doug Duda back with you here at Amherst. Again, thanks to Matt, Nate, and the entire crew here for their hospitality. It's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. And the score at the half is correct folks it is Kearney Catholic 2 and Amherst nothing Amherst with one first down Kearney Catholic getting a safety as they were able to force Taj Hadwiger to get an intentional grounding in the end zone and that was with seven minutes to go here in the second quarter and then the Stars got down to the two yard line right before half but did not score Hadwiger stepped up and made tackles on third and fourth down and that's where we are at here at half. There are some six-man games going on. And that includes Wilcox, Hildreth, and SEM scoreless late in the first quarter. Red Cloud leads Harvard by a score of 8-6 to six, with four minutes left in the first quarter of play. Stewart at halftime leading Hartland Lutheran by a score of 38-12. Arthur County leading Paxton midway through the third 30-16. Cody Kilgore all over Minotair. In the second quarter, 66-6 to is the score of that game. Some other games that we have for you. South Loop is playing out at Layton this afternoon. And just before halftime, South Loop, the number one team in D2, leading at 48 to nothing. Elgin is leading Boyd County at halftime, 14-6. to Sand Hill, Stedford, Hyannis among the games going on today. So are some afternoon games, but uh, not a ton of them right here in our backyard that uh, aren't of the six man variety. So uh, that's what we've got for you and we'll keep you up to date on what else is going on. Again, full slate of football action is going on tonight around the uh, coverage area. And here's what we've got for you on ESPN in Hastings tonight. We're gonna be bringing you Hastings High, taking on Lexington. All these games are at seven on ESPN in the Carney signal, you'll be able to hear Axtell taking on Lawrence Nelson on KHAS. Central City is at Adams Central on the Vibe, 98.9 FM. Wood River will be at Donovan Trouble. Other Tri-City games tonight, Kearney High is making the trip to North Platte. Grand Island is at Fremont. Central Catholic is hosting Hastings St. Cecilia. Scotts Bluff traveling to Grand Island Northwest. Last night, Uh, David City came to Centura. They were able to get that game in before the storms hit. Centura won it by a score of 36 to nothing. Also, uh, Omaha North and Central came down to the final minute. North winning it 20 to 16. Millard South over Lincoln North Star, 57 to 10. And uh, Lincoln East got a win over Columbus last night, 41-14. Other games of note tonight. Cambridge will be at Arapahoe. St. Paul is at Aurora. Gothenburg making the trip out to Shadron. Elm Creek is hosting Burwell. BDS is at Fall City Sacred Heart. Shelton is at Franklin today. Also a game that's underway this afternoon, Southern Valley is playing Highline, the Eustace-Farnham-Elwood co-op over there. Minden is playing at Holdridge tonight. Silver Lake is at Kennesaw. Loomis is at Maywood Hayes Center. Gibbon travels up to Ord. Central Valley is at Overton. Giltner is at Osceola. It is Beatrice taking on Plattsmouth. Nebraska Christian is at Pleasanton tonight. Ravenna will be hosting McCool Junction. Arcadia Loop City is at Riverside. Superior is at Sandy Creek. Ansley Litchfield is at Twin Loop. You'll see this officiating crew up there in Sargent tonight. And Waverly is at York. Well, Tuesday, we'll have more high school volleyball action for you here on ESPN Tri-Cities as we travel to Grand Island for another top five matchup as the Kearney Catholic Lady Stars will take on Grand Island Central Catholic. That's at 7 o'clock Tuesday night here on ESPN. Also, I want to say congratulations to Minden last night. They got the win over Gothenburg in the Battle of 17-0 and teams. And Minden and GICC are both at the Holdridge invite tomorrow. Amherst fell to Overton in the Battle of the D1 Volleyball teams last night, but pretty good chance that they may meet again in the conference tournament. So uh, that's what we've got going on from a, a volleyball standpoint. Coming up next week for Amherst, it doesn't get much easier. They'll be at home at least, and they will be taking on Ord. So uh, Amherst and Ord next week. And for Carney Catholic, they will have the battle with Hastings St. Cecilia, and we'll have that game for you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Again, we are at the half. It is two to nothing. Carney Catholic with the lead over Amherst. We'll look at some numbers and more in a moment. South Central Diesel of
8: Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility
1: to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel
8: pickup repairs, pumps, and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or Call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you.
0: Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer.
6: your care our inspiration
1: we've got our first score over at wilcox hildreth where wilcox hildreth has put it in the end zone to take a six nothing lead over sem sem coming off a bye week of course two friday afternoons ago got the big win against parkview christian maybe six man's a little more open than we thought let's go ahead and take a look now at the first half stats of our ball game and here's what we have for the broncos of Amherst rusher Jesse Tesmer who has averaged hundred and ninety yards in his first four games so far this season is gonna have to have a heck of a second half because he has nine carries unofficially 12 yards in the ball game uh, with 764 yards through the first four games but today Nine carries for 12 yards. Quarterback Tej Hadwiger, three carries for 30 yards. He had a 22-yard naked bootleg, and they haven't went back to that play yet in the contest. 12 carries, 42 yards through the air. Hadwiger's put it up three times and has had one picked. He had one completion waved off because of a holding penalty. So he's 0 for 3 with the interception. Nothing through the air. 42 on the ground, 42 total yards, one first down. Four penalties for 30 yards, had the one turnover on the interception, and two punts for an average of 32 yards. For Carney Catholic, Pete Homan, five carries, 48 yards. Hunter Key has one carry for two yards. Damon Van Meter, two carries for four yards. Carson Murphy, one carry, eight yards. Brant Christner 12 carries, 44 yards. That's 21 rushing attempts for 106 yards. For Krishner, through the air, he's put it up 11 times. He's completed six of them, only one for more than seven yards. He's been picked off twice. Six of 11, two interceptions, no touchdowns, 39 yards through the air, 106 on the ground. That's 145 total yards. Good enough for seven first downs in the game, three punts for an average of 27 yards, two interceptions, four penalties for 30 yards. The only score was an intentional grounding Tash Hadwiger in the end zone got called for the intentional grounding the two-point safety and it's two to nothing. Carney Catholic leading Amherst here at the half and they went with a little shorter halftime actually. So we'll tell you, you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home or business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. <laughs> Well, the Amherst fans, when the TV camera comes by, trying to make some noise for them and their team. Amherst will get the ball to start the second half of play. Trailing two to nothing and trying to get something rolling here. And if they can get a good return, that would help. Again, the wind has kicked up a little bit. Nothing bad or anything, about 10 miles an hour. Helps the fans with a little breeze. And the kick is away by Weens. Drives it towards the corner and into the end zone it goes. McGee gave it a look, but perfectly placed by Solomon Weens, And so no return. And Amherst will have to start at their own 20-yard line. And with the way the teams are moving the ball, we talked about it in the pregame. I thought we'd have a few more kicks, but placing them and giving you an 80-yard field instead of a 65 or 70-yard field. If you go back and forth like they did in the first half, Field position could end up being a big deal remember both teams have field goal kickers We could have a 3-2 football game today here crazier things have happened So Amherst first and ten after the kick goes into the end zone out of the pistol Hadwiger takes the snap he wants to run off the left side gets minimal yardage out to about the 21 Carney Catholics defensive line has done a good job Rashawn Harvey Been talking about their physicality after they got pushed around a little bit, he felt by Minden and Hadwiger with a one yard gain. Still waiting them to go back to that bootleg that Hadwiger had the biggest play of the first half on for Amherst. Second out of nine, Sun pops out again. Now he's back under center with twins to the left side, takes the snap. Gives it to Tesmer. Tesmer waits for the hole to open up. He'll squeak through it and get three. Maybe they'll give him the 25-yard line. And on the tackle is Jake Geiser, welcoming him back off-injury. The helmet popped off of Logan Rogash, so he has to come out for a play, and Nathan Vasquez will check in. It's gonna be a gain of three for Tesmer, and it'll be third down and six. And again, zero passing yards in this football game. For Amherst, that's something that a few seasons ago, and albeit eight-man, you would have never thought was possible. They loved to chuck the ball all over the field. As they break the huddle, 10 seconds on the clock. Out of the pistol, third and six. Hadwiger rolls right, steps back, throws it in the middle of nowhere. Intended for Stokebrand, or it was behind McGee, but I think for Stokebrand, throws short and another. Three and out. For Amherst and like we said with putting that kickoff in the end zone that should automatically give Carney Catholic great field position in fact Jacob Lowe is standing at his own 40 and the punts from Amherst 29 and 35 neither returned Braden Russell ready to boot it into the wind that we do have here snap right to him turns it boots it and over and kick fair catch called for and taken for Kearney Catholic and low at the 40 yard line. So it will be a 36 yard punt. No return, but Kearney Catholic 20 yards better than where Amherst started. They're at the 40. First and 10, only 90 seconds burned off the clock on that drive by Amherst. Again, for the Stars, Holman 48 yards on five carries. Krister, the quarterback, 12 carries for 44 yards. And that's been the bulk of the offense here today. Trips to the wide side, Kristner going to keep it himself off the left side, has a hold to the 45, tries to stretch it to the corner, and he's got it, 50, 45, 40, left sideline, 30, 20, 10, he's still on his feet, and finally he shoved out of bounds, Tesmer came all the way from the other side of the field, and the Kearney Catholic coaches must have put their heads together, looked at the iPad and said, how about we try this? It's going to be a gain of 55 yards. Where will they officially mark him out? Yeah, right on the five. The biggest play of the game for either team. And Brant Christner now first and goal at the five. Let's see what they do this time. Homan off right guard. He steps off of an ankle tackle. He spins, and he's still going, and he's going to get into the end zone. So a big slap to the face here by Carney Catholic. They come out, and in two plays get our first touchdown of the ball game. Pete Homan takes it in from five yards out for our first five points bank touchdown of the afternoon. 10-12 to go here in quarter number three. And Weens will line up for the extra point. Murphy the holder. A snap there, Amherst not too inspired to come through, just Hadwiger came at it, the kick is good. 10 12 to go in the third quarter of play. Our first touchdown of the game. It's Carney Catholic, 9, and Amherst, nothing. You're listening to ESPN.
5: Your seed decisions require reliable advice from a trusted partner. Make that partner Nutrien Ag Solutions. Count on our local crop consultants for custom recommendations and access to the best performing seed in the industry to make your investment work even harder. Lead the field this season and beyond. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com.
3: Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County.
1: Doug Duda back with you on ESPN Tri-Cities. Glad to have you with us on a Friday afternoon. Again, the game was supposed to have been played last night, but the weather postponed it to today. And Carney Catholic now up by a score of nine to nothing. Still on an overcast day where the sun pops through from time to time. It's behind the clouds again, driving it back, back. McKee, three yards into the end zone. And Amherst needs something positive. They need something to get their dapper up because it seems to be down right now. They just obviously haven't done anything with one first down in the ball game. And let's be honest, against a Kearney Catholic team, that's not the most physical team that they've played. They're playing more physical today. And it's something they have to, because the Stars, both these teams play order the next two weeks, and then it's Carney Catholic taking on St. Cecilia next week, too. Late switch here for the Stars. Hustling in there at nose guard was Copley, but he's there in time, and we're ready. First and ten under center. Fake the counter, hand it off to Tesmer. He's got a little running room, breaks a tackle at the 35, 30, and gets to the 31. The second first down of the game. Geyser in there on the tackle, Murphy was there as well, and they'll mark the ball just across the 30, enough for the first down, we'll give Jesse a gain of 11, his best run of the game. And as we said, just the second first down, Tesmer now, 11 carries 26 yards, two carries 14 yards in the quarter, back under center. Can the front line get it done here for Amherst? Hand off and runs right into the teeth, Of that defense again geysers in there but the big defensive lineman to swallow him up and put him down to the ground is going to be big number five for Garrett O'Hare. Tesper had a good head of steam on him coming out of the backfield so he will get two and it's second down and eight. So we've actually seen more offense from both teams in their first series than we saw in the entire first half by either second and eight two Receivers to the boundary side. Counterplay. Tesmer just got depleted by Van Meter. Boy, Carney Catholic is reading some stunts and finding the gaps here. It just seems like Amherst is making a lot of good blocks, but one guy, you can watch the line. They're standing guys up, but linebackers are stunning and blitzing. And Van Meter drives Tesmer for a three yard loss. Third down and 11. And there are some pads popping this afternoon. Kids know that they're going to get Friday night off. Probably had plans already. Third and 11 looking for their first completion of the game. Hadwiger back to pass. Stumbles, rolls out to the outside. He wants to run. Good block on the outside, but he's going to be thrown down. And now a very late flag for a whole Boy, I sure thought that was a good block out here by the running back. But Geyser over here able to drag Hadwiger down. It's going to be hold on Amherst. I'm sure Carney Catholic will decline it cuz it'll be fourth down at about 7. And they will decline it. So the run gets them out to the 33-yard line, a gain of 4 for Hadwiger. And that'll bring up fourth down and 7. And another punting situation as Lowe stands back at his 35-yard line. And pretty soon you might have to be wary of the fake. Russell is the punter. Snap to him. Gets it away, but it's high and very short. Fair catch called for and coming up to take it at the 40-yard line. Good job by low. It's only a 27-yard punt, but he came up to make sure it didn't take a wicked bounce. And just like they did on their first possession, Carney Catholic they're actually going to put his knee at the 39. We'll get it at the 39-yard line. 9 to Nothing Stars, 802 to go in the third quarter here on ESPN. Tri-Cities and News Channel nebraska.com as the stars line up and ready to go with their four wideouts Murphy will track over here to the short side of the field with axman and low man-to-man coverage press coverage out on one-on-one coverage on the wide side Krishner looks for the draw Starts to the left, trying to get to the corner, but McGee wraps him up, knocks him off balance. He falls forward for a yard. Kristner's done a good job so far this afternoon of waiting for his blocks to develop. Not always big runs like the 55-yarder he had to start this half, but he picks up one there. And that should get him to an even 100 yards on the afternoon. Now he wants to throw, looking right, throwing on a fly pattern. Hadwiger's gonna step in front and knock it away, the pass is incomplete. Again, Kristner, and we know this, uh, if you've been listening to the Carney Catholic games, he's not necessarily a deep threat. They're trying to find a way to get the ball downfield, but just like the second interception, it slid out of his hands and it was just a wobbler out there. Not as bad as the pick, but Hadwiger had position inside low, so obviously no interference. And I hope none of the fans were on the far side looking for that. Third down and nine at their own 40. Christner takes it, hands it off, Homan puts his shoulder down, runs over a man at the 45, but he'll be brought down by Riesland at the 46 yard line. A six yard gain for Pete Homan, tried to catch the Broncos off guard. It'll be fourth down and three, and the Stars should have to put it away from their own 46. As we approach seven minutes to go here, Later tonight, I'll be in Axtell as the Wildcats take on Lawrence Nelson. Both of those teams are not at full strength. Axtell has had illness. At least three starters are out for Lawrence Nelson. and So not a lot of depth at the eight-man level. We'll see how it plays out tonight. Malik waits for the punt, and it's booted away by Pete Holman. That's a great line drive kick. It sails over his head. It might get all the way to the end zone. Can Carney Catholic stop it? No, they can't. A 54-yard punt. And when the Stars saw that they had a chance to get to it, they put on that 100 relay track speed and just could not quite get there. So the ball comes out to the 20-yard line, but a nice punt by Pete Holman. First and 10 at the 20. It's the second time that they have had to start at the 20-yard line. In fact, I guess all three times they have started their drives at the 20-yard line. Two kickoffs into the end zone, and now this. But Carney Catholic's defense has been the story here of this football game, and it's overshadowing a pretty good job by Amherst defense. Wilcox-Hildreth leading SEM 14 to nothing right before halftime, a minute to go before half. Hadwiger takes the snap, going to hand it to Tesmer. Around the right end, got a block, has a seam, 25 to the 30, got a first down. Brought down at the 31-yard line by Keaton Wemhoff, 11 yards on the play by Tesmer, the third first down of the afternoon for, oh my gosh, no, I looked twice and I didn't see the flag. There is a flag, there are multiple flags on the play. One looks like it's in the interior line, one looks like it's at the end of the play. Holding. What's the other one? And now maybe we have an injury over there it looks like as well as the Carney Catholic boys come to a knee but uh, Wemhoff pops up quickly and comes off the field this appears to be two different flags yep hold on Amherst and then holding on the offense again so wipe out the run there were two different holds at two different positions on the field And instead of a first down run there by Jesse Tesmer, scratch it off. And it'll be first down and 20 back at the 10. So that is two holds that have been accepted on each team as they want to throw the ball fake it jet sweep it a little bit here tesmer he turns the corner he gets to the 15 the 20 he's up to the 25 and a nice run tesmer getting to the outside he's more that bull back who wants to run you over who wants to get in the hole good lead block out there by kyler jones but now it looks like tesmer isn't going to get up they help him up right there on the sideline of amherst I don't know if he got drugged down from behind, but he's got that brace on his left leg already, and now he's walking it off. Trainer Scott Kratzer will have a look at it after a 17-yard run by Jesse Tesmer, but it's still second down and three after we had the hold penalty. Kind of reaching for the back of his thigh there in that hamstring area, trying to stretch it out. Looks like maybe he'll be able to come back, come over to the training table real quick. Just stretch him out. Alright, second out of three out of the eye formation. Counter play, of course, with Tesmer out. We've got McGee in there, and he's gonna be tripped up right away. Nowhere to go for Ben, and it's gonna be third down. They're gonna give him a yard. That's the first carry of the ball game for McGee. And it'll be third, and we'll call it a little more than a yard. Third and yard. They need this. Down 9-0 midway through the third quarter as we just hit the six minute mark. Under center, taking the snap, Hadwiger quarterback sneak comes off left side. He fumbled the ball, but it was because of the ground. That gets everybody excited. It was right in front of us, we could tell. Good job by the officials. But Hadwiger's got enough for the first down and maybe a little bit more. It's gonna be a gain of about six on the play. Now they get that third first down of the contest. Raylan Russell running the play in. Now how long will Tesmer be on the sideline? First and 10, Amherst at their own 35-yard line. They've been in Kearney Catholic territory once today. And through an interception, Hadwiger takes the snap. Still zero passing yards. He's going to run it himself off the right side, looking for the block. Riesland gives him a block, gets to the corner, and gets to the 40-yard line where he is tripped up. And here is another flag. This will be interesting to talk to the coaches once they look at the film, see what their boys were doing. It's another hold on Amherst. So they're going to have to do it again. They overcame one first and 20. Now they're going to have first and 20 again. That's hard to overcome when your leading runner is on the sidelines and you have zero yards passing in this football game. But again, looking for a spark, one person to make something big happen. First and 10 out of the shotgun. Looking to throw, backpedaling, backpedaling, rolling out, nowhere to go, running backwards, trying to get away is gonna be Hadwiger. Turns the corner to the right side, now throws back across the middle of the field and is complete for a 10 yard gain to Easton Malik who just sat down on the numbers. Good scramble by Hadwiger and we've got our first completion of the afternoon. And that'll make it second down and 20. Only five total attempts. A Couple of them wiped out by penalties. And that'll be the first completion of the ball game. Got back the hold, now they've got to get the original 10 yards. Doug it with you on this Friday afternoon. Much more coming up, half time down at Hildreth. Wilcox Hildreth 14 SEM nothing. Could be as big a shocker as SEM doing what they did to Parkview, and now a timeout Amherst. They didn't want to get another five yard delay, so the first timeout of the half. 4.22 to go in the third quarter. Carney Catholic, a safety and a touchdown. It's the Stars nine and Amherst nothing. This timeout brought to you by ENT of Carney.
0: Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank.
8: Whether you're on the field or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow rang Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how he can get you back in line with your body and health. Reese Flo-Rang or Flo-Rang Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area athletes.
1: Doug Duda back with you here in the Kearney Tony Repair broadcast booth. Trying to get something going here. The Amherst offense, they face second down and 10 at their own 35 after their first completion of the game. Hadwiger drops back, throws over to the right side, comeback pattern, but the ball bounced off the ground. Trying to slide his hands under it was Owen Stokebrand. He thought he might have had it, but the official on that sideline, the Kearney Catholic sign, says nope, it hit the ground. So third down and 10, it's the Stars nine, the Broncos nothing. Four sixteen to go here in quarter number three. Huskers tomorrow, Louisiana Tech. Two thirty, the coverage of the Big Ten Network. Ten we'll have it for you on KHS Radio. For Hastings College, they'll be here on ESPN tomorrow night. Pregame at five, kickoff at six at Briarcliff. The Lopers are at number three, Pitt State tomorrow. And that is at two. Amherst with some confusion. They finally snap it. We're going to get illegal shift. They're going to blow the play dead trying to get bradley in the right spot there first they said do this then do that he's going where do you want me (laughs) but a five-yard penalty and amherst now just going the wrong way three penalties for 25 yards on this drive seven for 55 in the game but one play one play could change this whole football game Either way, but especially here for Amherst, if somehow you got a defensive score for Carney Catholic, that would about do it. It's 9 nothing. Back to pass rolling out is going to be Hadwiger. Throws a short one underneath to McGee. It's complete at the 30. He got by the tackler to the 35, and Axman couldn't put him down. He'll get out to the 38, but he's still well short of the first down. Going to be a gain of about 9 and bring up 4th down and six. And Hammers has to punt it away. Have to play this game. Did get out of bounds, so it stopped the clock for him. And Russell now ready for his fifth punt of the afternoon. Here it is. The kick is away. Ooh, a little pressure up the middle. And this one will be taken on another fair catch back at the 28 by Lowe. 34-yard punt that time. Could pressure up the middle. Think that was Logan Rogish. Maybe it was uh, Garrett O'Hare up there with his big paws in the air. I think it's O'Hare now that I double-checked. But Carney Catholic will take over, exactly four minutes to go in the third quarter. It's the Stars nine and the Amherst Broncos nothing here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Amherst gonna have to make something happen defensively here, Tesmer is still on the bench. Trying to stretch out that hamstring, hand it off to Homan. Gets a little bit of a gap on the left side across the 30, out to the 35. Gonna be a gain of six, maybe seven if they give him the 36. A seven yard gain for Pete Homan. So they're starting to establish that run game a little bit better. He had a great first half at Milford. He's had a solid game here tonight. Only eight carries, but for 66 yards That means Kristner doesn't have to take care of the ball every single snap. Second and three at their own 36. Now Kristner will run it off left side. Riesland hits him, but he falls forward right at the first down marker. Also off the bottom of that pile. (laughs) Trying to get things going as Tucker Stubbs shake the cobwebs out. Kristner's going to, and he's going to actually come out of the ball game here. Krishner again a two. It'll be third down and one. Looks like we got some equipment. And now they're gonna signal the first down. Okay. They don't like to bring the chains out very much. And it is a Carney Catholic first down there, tenth unofficially of the ball game. Snap the ball, low snap. Krishner picks it up. design run. Ball popped loose. But they're gonna say he's down and that was one of those where his knee hit. He still had his arm off the ground and a helmet lodged it out of there. It was a broken play from the beginning. I think Kristner was gonna run it no matter what. It's just, it was a low snap. And, and a gain a one for Brandt Kristner, second down and nine. Now they'll send some wideouts back to the wide side here. David, Crone, Axman. They'll go with an offset eye. And hand it off to Homan, off the left side, good tackle again as he gets a couple across the 40 out to the 42 yard line. So it'll be third down and seven. Bottom of the pile, Wyatt Anderson, he's had himself a great game. Also helping out over there, Dane Grogan. Amherst needs a stop here. Trailing nine to nothing, there aren't gonna be many more opportunities And when you're struggling as much as they are offensively, probably no more than a two-score game is all you can afford. Wanting to throw Kristner, look left all the way. Nothing there, now has time, rolls out, hit, and down he goes. Rieslin forced him to the outside and finishing it off over there. The Broncos drop him back at about the 36-yard line. Nice tackle. And putting him down finally off that bottom of the pile. Tyson Klingelhofer, and that'll back him up to fourth and 13. It's gonna be a loss of six. It's actually the first sack of Kristner in the football game. So Malik stands back at his own 30, awaiting the punt here from Pete Homan, who had a 54-yarder the last time. Low snap bounce to him, kicks it away. Still a pretty good punt. It'll be taken at the 25-yard line. Malik gets up to the 30, slips a tackle, and gets up to the 31-yard line. That's a 39-yard punt for the Stars. And Amherst once again takes over, and I guess the good news is this will be their best starting field position of the half. We're still in the third quarter. This is their fourth possession of the third quarter, and the previous three started at the 20. This one will be out at the 31-yard line. Minute four to go in the third. It remains Carney Catholic nine, Amherst Nothing. Kearney Catholic scored on the second offensive play they had in this quarter. The first one was a 55-yard run, and then Holman took it in from five yards out at the 10-12 mark. All right, out of the shotgun is Hadwiger, takes the snap, fakes the handoff, runs it himself, just nowhere to go. Nowhere to go, back to the line of scrimmage and a one-on-one, basically open field tackle in there for Kearney Catholic. Looks like Mason Hines is in there at nose guard and he makes the tackle so no gain for Hadwiger and then Tesmer still on the sideline they now have Graydon Fisher in there as a running back but they just faked it to him on that play. 30 seconds to go could be the final play of the third quarter second and ten at their own 30. Hadwiger out of the pistol Back to pass, looking left all the way. Here comes the pressure. Throws over the middle. It's picked off. Wemhoff at the 30. Right side, 25. He's at the 20, the 15, and he's hit out of bounds. Near the (laughs) 9. Keaton Wemhoff jumped the route and had some room in front of him. And the Stars have a chance to put this one away with 13 seconds to go in the third quarter of play. That is the second interception thrown by Hadwiger. They'll mark the ball just inside the 10. And again, it's not like this has been no doubt for the Carney Catholic offense. They got stymied right before halftime. Christner out of the shotgun. Holman to his right, fakes it to him. Brant to the right side, runs through a tackle, and finally brought down inside the five-yard line by Brendan Brayley. Bradley, excuse me. Bradley hit him, just couldn't bring him down at the first point of contact. And that'll be the end of the quarter. It's a gain of six on the play, by the way. It takes him to the four yard line. So we've got one quarter to play in Amherst Friday afternoon because of the weather that postponed us last night. It is second down and goal stars at the four and it's Kearney Catholic 9, Amherst nothing. You're listening to high school football on KXPN Kearney. Second and goal at the four to start it off in the fourth quarter. They give it off on the left side. Pete Homan, and Homan walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Carney Catholic. Homan will get the four-yard touchdown run. And now what do the Stars do? Will they kick it to get to 16, or will they go for two to try and make it a three-score game? And it looks like they've already made the decision to bring Weens out there. 15 to nothing. That took two whole seconds. As Solomon Weins gets ready to put the extra point up. Good snap. Got it down. The kick is away. And the kick is good. So just two seconds gone here in the fourth quarter. It's now Carney Catholic 16 and Amherst nothing. Our five points bank touchdown. A four-yard run by Pete Homan.
7: Ready for something bigger? Introducing the Alliance for the Future of Agriculture in Nebraska. That's AFAN. At AFAN, we are much more than just a nonprofit organization. We are a force that's driving growth and innovation in Nebraska's agriculture and livestock industry. In 2022 alone, our impactful project, both large and small, added up to a staggering $900 million. That's our commitment to progress. Visit our website at becomeafan.org to get involved today. Thank you to our premier partner, Farm Credit Services of America
1: matter.
7: Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their
8: promises. We at Town Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships
1: matter. Town Country Bank.
8: Member FDIC.
1: Doug Duda back with you here in the Carney Token repair broadcast booth as Carney Catholic gets ready to boot it away not over yet cuz it's two touchdowns and two two point conversions but it is now 16 to nothing Carney Catholic Pete Holman with his second rushing touchdown of the afternoon Now Weens to boot it away kicks it into the wind it's returnable McGee will take it at the 9 10 20 right sideline, 25 and owen was the first one to get down there knocked him off balance and he was tackled by isaiah gaunt so here they come the amherst broncos and again that game against saint cecilia they were held to just the one touchdown but they moved the ball much better in that game uh, tesmer had over 100 yards and as we look At the uh, team that runs out there, will he be back in the football game? I don't see him over at the trainer's table anymore. But I also don't see him on the field. So first down and 10, Hadwiger under center at his own 25-yard line. Takes the snap, turns it, hands it off to McGee, tries to get to the outside, and he'll be brought down after a one-yard gain on the tackle by Zane Slack. It'll be second down and nine. Talking with the Amherst coaches before the football game. Just flat said, if we can run the ball, we feel that this game can be ours. And, well, they are not able to run the ball. sending down a nine at the 26. Taking a little more time in the huddle. Always kind of indicates to me it won't be just a straight run, but let's see. In there at fullback now. Is Klingelhofer, McGee the eye back, they fumble the snap, it's still on the ground but Hadwiger I think is able to cover it and you can just tell. They took a little longer in the huddle, Hadwiger tried to get out from center a little quick, it wasn't gonna be just a basic play and they're gonna lose a yard so it's now third down and ten. When we're done here this afternoon it will be the new sports medicine orthopedic surgery postgame show. Run down the final stats, hope to have time to bring you a coach's interview. Then we'll pack up and hit the road for Axtell where the Wildcats will take on Lawrence Nelson tonight. Pregame at 6.30, kickoff at 7. Also on ESPN and Hastings, Lexington and Hastings, Adams Central Central City on KHAS, Donovan Wood River on the Vibe 98.9. And here comes another delay a game. Or did they get the timeout? Yep, timeout going to be called here before the delay a game for Amherst, and they will have... Their second timeout used of the ball game. So with 10-27 remaining in the contest, Kearney Catholic just stuck one in. It's the Stars 16 and the Broncos nothing. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you.
5: Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas.
1: we've got some volleyball tonight. UNK is at home taking on Pitt State. They'll serve that up at 6 o'clock after the nice win against Central Oklahoma last night. Huskers are home tonight, 8 o'clock on the Big Ten Network as they take on Ohio State. Hastings College home tomorrow against Briarcliff, third and 10 at their own 25. Trying to set up a screen. It's not there. Rolling to his right is Hadwiger. Finally throws it up for grabs. Rieslin had found himself a seam. That was a nice play even though it was into coverage by Tej Hadwiger, gotta take a chance now. Unfortunately, it was incomplete. Russell was the underneath receiver. Riesland, as he saw his man scramble, and that's basically what it's been. If he even gets to the two second count, he's been rolling out. And punt time for Amherst. Fourth and 10 at their own 25 yard line. And again, it doesn't get any easier next week for the Broncos as they host Ord. Kearney Catholic has St. Cecilia. Russell, there's a bomb. High in the air over Lowe's head and he's gonna get a little bit of bounce at the 30 inside the 25 to the 24-yard line. How about a 51-yard punt that time for Mr. Russell? So, Homan had a 54-yarder for Kearney Catholic. We got a 51-yarder right here. And it'll be first down and 10 for Kearney Catholic. But there is a flag (laughs) On the field shielded by the two officials talking I was looking for it I figured there was something that they were talking about so let's see what they exactly call here don't want to wipe out a 51 yard punt discussion about what they want to do between the two officials I think maybe I would think maybe where this is, it's gonna be a hold on Kearney Catholic trying to slow down the Gunners. And they'll mark it back from the spot of the foul. Yep, a hold called on Kearney Catholic is what our referee will tell us. Approaching a record for holding for my broadcasts. There have been a lot of them tonight. That is actually the first penalty of the second half on Kearney Catholic. They've had three that have been accepted, two that were declined, and we've had three holds that were accepted on Amherst. So after all that, a 51-yard punt, a 10-yard penalty, and Kearney Catholic will have their worst starting field position of the night at their own 15, but they just want to run the ball now up 16 to nothing. Hand it off to Homan off the left side. He'll find himself some room to the 20. Sneak out to the 21, six more, 78 yards. He's done that on 11 carries. He's got two touchdowns. We got some folks slow to get up. We got our cramp and I figured when we talked about how humid and warm it was earlier and muggy, and it actually isn't as bad now as it was at the start of the game, but uh, a couple of cramps, one for Carney Catholic that's able to walk off. The second we do have one of our Amherst linemen down over there it looks like. Again, we uh, talked about what's going on with football and volleyball and popping up and ready to go, Tucker Stubbs, but he'll have to come off the field in soccer. The Huskers won last night. They'll play at Penn State Sunday. UNK is playing this afternoon uh, on the road at Emporia, then Washburn on the road Sunday. Hastings College men and women will host Waldorf. They actually just accepted as the new team in the league in the G Pack earlier this week, but they were affiliate members for soccer for men's and women's soccer so that's why we will see Hastings College play them tomorrow scheduled for 5:30 and 8 all right SEM has got on the board two minutes gone of the third quarter 14 to 8 Wilcox Hildreth at home leading SEM in a top five six-man matchup second and four Kearney Catholic at their 21 motion gaunt Wait for him to get through. Hand it off to Homan, he's got the first down as he comes across the 30 to the 32. And a gain of six more for Pete Homan. Also want to let you know for the folks that are right here in our area and like to listen to the Doug and Daddy show and eat food and drink beverages. Come every Wednesday to Cunningham's on the Bricks, downtown Kearney, we're talking sports. Starting at 11 and giving you a chance to win tickets to the Huskers. And it's blast right up the middle here as Kearney Catholic continues to run the football. Hadwiger off the bottom of the pile as Pete Homan runs hard for about three more. It'll be second down and seven. We're down to 8.50 to go in the game. Kearney Catholic 16, Amherst nothing. Stars with the ball at their own 30. And with this lead, just trying to grind it out with first downs, quarterback follow. Here's Krishner, pops to the outside, slips, penalty fly. He's down at the 33. And another block in the back or hold. So back up the Stars. Amherst needs that, but they need the ball back more importantly. So got to take the hold. It would be third at about four. Instead, it'll be second down. And about 16 so another hold on Kearney Catholic so again these guys in the same district obviously Amherst will host Ord then go to Centura go to Gibbon and host Hershey for Kearney Catholic they've already played Hershey they will go to home to take on St. Cecilia then go to Ord then host Centura and Gibbon to wrap up the season Christner going to hand it off. Van Meter is back in there, and he'll get short yardage as he comes across the 20 up to about the 22. Maybe got him to the 23. The snap was on the line of scrimmage, the 18. We'll give Van Meter five. That's his third carry of the football game, and the clock continues to run. We'll be under eight minutes by the time the Stars snap this, but it is third and 13. Amherst should get a stop here. Be interested to see if Coach Harvey and Coach Pacheco even put the ball in the air just because it's a long yardage situation. Van Meter flanking Kristner to his right side out of the pistol. Takes it, quarterback keeper all the way and not much up to the, on another penalty. On a run right up the middle that lasted a second. The tackle is made by Klingelhofer, Tyson a good tackle another hold on Kearney Catholic this will be something we talk about with coach Harvey but again it's declined these are three holding penalties that have been declined on third down to force Kearney Catholic to punt it and for quarterback Brant Christner, he came forward for about two yards and it'll be fourth down and ten can they make something happen on special teams we've only had one kick, return, even opportunity, kickoffs or punts for either team. Homan to boot it away. Malik waiting. There's the kick. He squibbed it off the side of his foot, and it's going to go out of bounds after about 12 more yards of roll. It just got into Carney Catholic territory. and <laughs> They kicked the ball back. They're going to mark it at the 50. So it's a 24-yard punt, and the best starting field position of this football game for Amherst, and crowd hasn't had much to cheer about. They're trying to jack him up here I mean it's not technically over you need two touchdowns and two two-point conversions you've had three first downs the whole game that's the difference is that you just haven't moved the ball 724 remaining in the game Carney Catholic 16 Amherst nothing a safety the only points of the first half now Hadwiger out of the pistol for the first time we see a four wide receiver look 7-10 step drop, wanted a screen, nothing there, rolls right. He's going to have to eat this, and out of bounds he comes at his own 48-yard line. Ends up kind of a coverage sack there. there. Right and it'll be second down and 12. Receivers just can't get open for Tej Hadwiger. Part of that is they're trying to give him some max protection. So you don't have that much downfield. Carney Catholic. Able to blanket it with zone coverage and feels good about their four guys up front flushing handwiger out of the pocket time after time. Second and 12, Malik to the left. Trips to the right side, including Stokebrand. Russell over there. Now confusion. McGee to the left. Five wideouts, Nobody in the backfield. Better snap the ball. Just got away. Hedwig's straight run off the left side. Gets to midfield. Still on his feet. Tries to pounce it out. and He's going to be thrown down by the Jersey by Christner as he got up to about the 47-48 yard line. Going to be a gain of three on the play for Tej Hadwiger. And again, third down and long, third down and eight, maybe nine. And you're at a point in the ball game where even if Amherst doesn't get it here on third, they're going to have to go for it. You would think anyway. And they only have one timeout left have had to burn two of those in this football game. 16-nothing Stars. Out of the I formation. Turn, handed off McGee off the left side. I think that's what they're thinking. It's gonna be two down territory. He gets up to the 45. McGee will get three, but it's gonna be fourth down and five. Highline is leading Southern Valley at the half. 30 to nothing, the Bulls are leading Southern Valley at the half. Again, the last check, it was 14 to eight. Wilcox Hildreth on top of SEM, midway through the third quarter. All right, fourth and five. Well, Amherst just broke the huddle with too many guys, I think, they ran a guy off, I don't see a flag. And now Carney Catholic burns a timeout. Well, they pointed it at Amherst, but I thought Kearney Catholic was the one jumping up and down over there. Nonetheless, we do have a timeout on the field with 5.47 remaining in the football game. This is probably considered what could be the last play. It's 4th and 5 Amherst at the Stars 45-yard line. Kearney Catholic leads this football game 16 to nothing. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors, including Impact Ag Partners. Our field condition report brought to you by Impact Ag. Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. With Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. We told you at the beginning, a little rough out there, but looks nice. And here it is, fourth and five. Stars going to bring a blitz. Hadwiger has to get out of there. He does a good stiff arm, has a man open at the 40, sliding down and making the catch. Should be enough for a first down by Kyler Jones. He had to come back to it. It's right at the first down marker. Carney Catholic thinks it's short. And they're not even going to measure. Maybe not the greatest spot in the world there for Kyler Jones. He needed five and a half, and he got five. But Hadwiger did a good job not to lose 10 on the sack. And now Kearney Catholic will take over and just needs to hang on to the football. 5.40 to go. Kearney Catholic 16 and Amherst nothing. This district may have more defense in it than we actually thought. That's been the story. St. Cecilia knows how to play defense. Ord obviously knows how to play defense. They get Gibbon tonight. Handoff. Homan just trying to... Run it up the middle, and he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. And again, no timeouts remaining for Amherst. Jesse Tesmer has been out of the ball game for the last quarter and a half with what appeared to be a strained hamstring. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Both Carney Catholic touchdowns have been on Pete Homan runs. A four-yarder. And a five-yarder. Four-yarder on the first play of the fourth quarter. A five-yarder on the second offensive play of the third quarter. Kristner hit a 55-yard run that gave him a goal-to-go situation. And now we got some motion. (laughs) Van Meter is breathing a sigh of relief. What happened was the nose guard, I think it was, for Amherst leaned forward. So then Van Meter took off. And Van Meter thought, oh, no. But they did call it offsides on Amherst. That'll be their eighth penalty of the ball game for 60 yards. Kearney Catholic, six for 50. Second out and five. Christner's gonna stay out of the pistol, blocking back up front to the right side. I think that's Wemhoff, they hand it off to Van Meter. He dances through the line of scrimmage, breaks a tackle into the secondary, 45-40. Hadwiger just got him by the ankle at the 38-yard line. A 17-yard run by Damian Van Meter. And all that was is the line continuing to grind. And he just stayed behind his big blocking back and eventually it popped open and he nearly took it to the house. And a fresh set of downs for the Stars at the Yamhurst 38-yard line. Going to have some tired young men after this one on both sides of the field. SEM has just tied Wilcox-Hildreth 14-14, less than a minute to go in the third. Fake the jet sweep to Carson Murphy. Hasn't been involved much. Off the van meter. Another penalty flag in the backfield. And that's going to negate about a six-yard run. By Van Meter. It's another hold. Three accepted holding penalties and one declined in the fourth quarter alone on Carney Catholic And you can bet this is what their opponents the next two weeks are going to be talking to the refs: Is hey, watch that hold on the interior line, guard, guard center. We're seeing a lot of that. But it'll be interesting to see. Once they look back at film, I mean, Coach Harvey won't be able to say much in the post game, but once they go back and look at the tape, see if they were holding or if it was back and forth, because there's been a lot of holding flags on both teams here. It'll be first down and 20. Ball back at the Amherst 48-yard line. Stars up 16 to nothing. Clock running. Carney Catholic's just going to stand there and use as much of it as they can with four minutes to go. Wide receivers out here for window dressing. Kristner, hands it off, Holman up the middle, gets to the 46. Going to pick up a couple.
2: Klingelhoffer
1: under there, Tyson's been there. Carter Riesland's been on a bunch. Also on the bottom of the pile, Wyatt Anderson, he should be in double-digit tackles today. And he's going to come out for a breather right now, as Bo Sewer will check in there. Again, the New West Post game show coming up. Stay with us here. We'll have the final stats on KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings. Second down and 16 stars. Again, some movement. And ooh. are they going to call false start on the offense? Let's see. No. Yeah, they're moving it the wrong way. We got a false start on the offense. Oh, sorry, the offense. I think the official just assumed it was on the defense, so the illegal procedure on Kearney Catholic, it'll be second and 21. The problem with this is a rule that needs to be addressed in high school football. Kearney Catholic could keep moving, and then they'd restart the clock and restart the clock and restart the clock under three minutes to go. Oh my goodness, movement on Amherst. They're going to give him the five yards right back. (laughs) So trying to anticipate the snap clap count, get in there for a big play, maybe jar the ball loose. Second down and 16. Coach Klingeloffer says, boys, watch the ball. That's when we go. So right back to second and 16, Kearney Catholic at the Amherst 41, leading at 16 to nothing, but again, clock's running. And finally, Coach Harvey gets his quarterback's attention and says, wait till he starts the countdown. But Kearney Catholic's gonna run off nearly a minute and a half, and there won't have been a play run. Now he'll take the snap, hand it off to Van Meter, big hole off the left side, 40, 35, 30, up the middle of the field to the 20, to the 10, and it'll be drugged down. Inside the 10-yard line, first and goal. The tackle made by Bradley, but a gain of 36 yards on the play for Van Meter. And some nice bonus yardage to make things look a little bit better today for Carney Catholic. And there's still just enough time that you can't kneel on it yet. It will get inside two minutes. It'll be first and goal. Van Meter looking up at the sky saying, I thought I had one. Just never could quite get to full top speed after bouncing off a couple of guys in the secondary and Bradley ran him down. First and goal stars up 16, nothing, two minutes to go in the game. Give it to Van Meter again, just runs right into the pile and he'll be brought down. Just a massive humanity over the center and Cope Smith had to gently lay him down because they had been blowing the whistle early. Minute 30 to go, and now I think the Stars, if they wanted to, could take the knee. We'll see if they do that or not. So Amherst got the better of Carney Catholic at Miles Field last year in a big way. And then Kearney Catholic bounced back and played pretty well after that, but uh, just didn't finish strong. Carney Catholic letting a lot of time run out here. Still not counting in the back, Judge. We're down to a minute to go. They'll hand it off to Van Meter, off right side. No kneel. he'll get to the five. And pick up three yards, four yards on the play. Smith there on the tackle, it'll be third and goal. Pardon me, I was reading the wrong yard line. He uh, was back to the line of scrimmage, so no gain on the play. They have to run one more here, Carney Catholic does, because there was over 40 seconds on the clock. The new West Post game show coming up, so no offense today for Amherst. Carney Catholic's defense was the story. They eventually wore him down and got a couple of touchdowns, had a big run play. Looks like the Stars are lining up in victory formation. Christner takes it, goes to a knee. That'll bring up fourth down, but no timeouts for Amherst. And that's going to wrap things up here. These boys know each other. They've battled on the basketball court. Oh, no, Amherst called a timeout. Okay, so we were right earlier that Carney Catholic had called the timeout and not Amherst. Somewhere along the line, Amherst called the timeout. I didn't see any of the coaches over here jumping up and down for the timeout. 16-0. Kearney Catholic, 12 seconds to go. This was a big one for playoff implications for both of these ball clubs. They'll be an underdog to Ord. And so Carney Catholic will be an underdog to St. Cecilia, but this kind of play gives them hope next week. But six and three is what kept Amherst at home last year with that loss to Wood River. But they beat Carney Catholic reversal this year. I think the Stars are still just gonna come out and take a knee but it'll be change of possession, so then Amherst will get a snap. So let's see what the Stars are actually gonna do. Kristner is still in the pistol. He's gonna stand there till somebody comes back and touches him. Now he takes a knee with seven seconds. And that will finally wrap things up as the clock winds down to zeros and the final score, Carney Kaplick 16 and amherst nothing an incredible defensive effort today by the stars i had amherst with just three first downs in this ball game it didn't help that tesmer got injured and hold on we may not be done yet the officials it's like getting pulled over by the cop with a body cam i think we have to run one more play. That should have been fourth down. Kearney Catholic kneeled on it. There would have been change of possession. And I think Coach Klingelhoffer says, just, just let the clock run out. We'll call it. We're good with it. We don't need to run another play. And that is what ferry Klingelhoffer will do. He'll say, that's the end of the football game. The kids are already shaking hands. The New West Post game show is coming up next. You're listening to high school football on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and NewsChannelNebraska.com. Nebraska.com. From when
5: experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing at Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blake, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. and Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you.
8: Some of the region's best athletes become ESPN Tri-Cities Athletes of the Month. You can nominate new athletes by messaging us your Athlete of the Month nomination on our ESPN Tri-Cities Facebook page. Or you can check out the past winners and our form on the Facebook feed we never forget a great effort espn athlete of the month brought to you by nutrient ag solutions your ag retailer of the future and the news channel nebraska sports team does your business need help financing
7: new construction equipment trucks or trailers or do you need financing for a new motorhome fifth wheel or atv currency is here to help just fill out an application and currency finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB0-54873.
6: At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal with two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock, or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the
0: professionals move and improve the earth for you. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Marian Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer.
1: And Doug Duda back with you here at Amherst again. Thanks to Matt, Nate, and the entire crew for their hospitality. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary, no matter the activity. New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today, and uh, let's take a look at the final stats of our football game, and then have a chat with the coach and fill you in on some uh, other. Scores. How about uh, this one? SEM has now rallied from a 14-0 deficit to lead at Wilcox Hildreth, 20-14, to still 548 remaining in that football game. All right, here we go for Amherst. Jesse Tesmer, 14 carries, 42 yards. Uh, injured hamstring midway through the third quarter this afternoon. Ben McGee, three carries for six yards. Tage Hadwiger, 10 carries for 41 yards. A total of 27 rushes, 89 yards here for Amherst. Through the air, Hanweger was 0 of 3 with an interception in the first half, 3 of 7 with an interception in the second half, 3 of 10, two picks, obviously no touchdowns, 24 yards through the air, 89 on the ground, 103 yards, three first downs is all I marked them down for uh, in this football game. They hardly had the ball at all in the fourth quarter. They did have five punts anywhere from 27 to 51 yards today for uh, Mr. Russell. So uh, averaging out right around 36, the two interceptions, nine penalties for 65 yards in the football game. For the Carney Catholic Stars, let's take a look at their numbers here. This afternoon for Pete Homan, another pretty decent game, 15 carries, 89 yards, and he had both of the touchdowns a five yarder to begin the second half, and then a four yarder on uh, the first, second play, I guess, first play of the fourth quarter. So, uh, able to get the job done there for uh, the rushing attempt for Kearney Catholic. Pete Homan uh, with another nice night for the Stars. I had Hunter Key, one carry for two yards. Damian Van Meter, seven carries, 62 yards. Carson Murphy, a carry for eight yards. Brant Christner 19 carries, 106 yards. I had the Stars for 43 rushing attempts, 271 yards on the ground tonight. Weren't asking uh, Brant Christner to do much through the air here this afternoon. In the first half, 6 of 11 did have two interceptions, 39 yards. Carney Catholic threw it one time in the second half that ladies and gentlemen would make some of the old coaches bernie madison and dave calling don't even know what the hell you're doing rashad <laughs> anymore but it was incomplete six of 12 two picks 39 yards for christner today through the air 271 yards on the ground 310 yards 13 first downs six punts as well a and had a 54 yarder in there they also tried to pin him deep and had a 13 yarder in there but it averages about 35 yards Eight penalties, 65 yards, a lot of them that were accepted down the stretch here. But in the end, definitely a different kind of ball game, Coach. And uh, you were worried about physicality after Minden. Yeah. You can tell that this was a pretty physical football game out here. And the the boys took an even bigger step from last week against Milford.
4: Yeah, absolutely. We challenged them. Uh, We said, again, against Minden, you know, the blueprint was set against our defense. It's either you stand up to the challenge or you lay down. You know, are you going to be a man tonight or not? You're going to let another man just run right over the top of you and take advantage of you, or are you going to stand up for yourself? So we challenged them all week and said, that's what you're going to get, a steady dose of run. But if you're successful and do what you're taught, the technique, and use it and be disciplined, we'll be in this game and we'll shut down the run game and we'll force them to try to pass the ball. And that's exactly what happened tonight. They accepted the challenge. They responded. They played. We played with discipline majority of the night. And um, great outcome for us. Moved
1: the ball, but didn't score in the first oh, half. Yeah. Um, have to make some coaching decisions. Yeah. Do I kick the field goal right before the half? Do I go for mm-hmm. it two weeks in a row where there's been some struggle in the red zone? Obviously, you guys got together at halftime and saw something you liked. Uh, what what happened there at half?
4: Um, at half, we figured out you know what we tried to do at the end of the first half. We wanted to go for that because we felt we had momentum. The defense was playing well. If we stuck one in. You know, right before halftime, and we come back out, stop him, stick another one in. We thought, hey, we can take complete control of the game. But obviously, we didn't, we didn't execute that play well. We wanted him to stay tight off the edge, and we went way outside off the edge. So, you know, whatever, we didn't score. But the adjustment at halftime offensively is that we just went back and said every time we ran a counter play, we averaged positive probably four yards of play. And that's probably the majority of the stuff that we ran in the second half of all the run play. I think we ran four different run plays in the second half. And probably 90% of it was counter. Counter in our inside zone where we locked the backside with the, with the H or the tight end. And we felt we were moving them up front. We were more physical than them up front. They were wearing down. Uh, Their number 66, the big D lineman had to come out. We noticed they bring it in. I think it was 65 in there. Had a couple of younger kids in there. And then our linemen are asking, run the stinking football, coach
1: and you guys did it and another good week for Pete mm-hmm. uh, a lot of quarterback run game yep. draw follow whatever you want yep. to call it up there what did you see from Brant tonight there's still obviously i can just yeah. throw this into i've been saying for the last 2 years what are you going to do about the run game yeah. now now ironically what are you going <laughs> to do about the pass Past game, game yeah.
4: if it's not Short little screen right. passes. You haven't had much over ten yards right. the last couple weeks. We're gonna have to get efficient at that. We got to get better because teams are gonna start stacking the box. Yeah, we try to use our formation, will formation you to death. <laughs> we'll try to get you spread out and still run our normal stuff, uh, but somebody's gonna try to get something tricky and say, hey, all right, we know you're not gonna. So we have got to get better tonight. Every time we try to throw a long ball, the ball just slipped out of his hands, and it. I mean, I don't know, I don't know, humidity, whatever, who knows. But again, no excuse. We didn't have a great grip on the ball and there were some you know it has shotguns out here i'm sure there's some around here some people were just loading up it's, it's duck season but like i said even <laughs> elmer fudd would have a good one today because it happened to both uh, brand and the right. but we got to work on it i mean we've, we've got to get better at it or, or people are just going to start putting instead of seven in the box they're going to put eight in the box and there's only so much you can do with formations and we got we got to we got to figure that out
1: bottom line is it's a win for the stars much different outcome than last year yep. when you played amherst with a a lot of the same kids for them, maybe mm-hmm. not the same kids for you, but we talked last week, this was the turning point, mm-hmm. and you've got a St. Cecilia the next two weeks. You want to be a football team that gets into the playoffs. You're going to have to win at least one. Now you determine, okay, can we win mm-hmm. two? Can we win right. three? Can we be a really good football team? So how are you going to
4: feel as you go home tonight? Yeah, we're going to feel great. You know, we said that our goal was obviously be 1-0 in the district. If you can go out here tonight and be 1-0 in the district, you're controlling where you go, you know, when it comes to, option of getting into the playoffs you know we started on one and we got a problem we got a yeah. challenge uphill battle but now you put yourself in a great position when we do get into you know that that or game we can't overlook next week obviously we got a great opponent next week but district wise right now we're putting ourselves in a great position with a showdown i don't know with or in a couple of weeks but again as a coach we got to handle next week first
1: Rashawn, I know it'll be easier after you go back and look mm-hmm. at the film. There was an inordinate amount of holds that were called both sides, right, right. and a lot of them were on run plays. Right. Usually you see hold on pass right. plays. Did you get a chance to talk to the referee? Did he see something? Sometimes in basketball you call it a
4: carry, you don't right. call it a carry. It's right. just the way the official sees it. What did you see? I, Again, I, like I, told, him, I told him, hey man, we can call a on every dang play in high school football. I was a college lineman. I held every dang play when a called. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, what's impacting, again, I'm not official, but what's impacting the play? But we got to go take a look at it. We got to coach our kids up. What are you doing wrong? We'll find it. You know, was it a slight little tug as he's pulling away? But we got to figure out what it is because obviously, you know, with the way it's done now, the officials are going to get the film. So whoever our next set of officials is going to be like, hey, man, there's a lot of holding on that team. So now, like it or not, that's what they're looking for. Man. And we're human. You know, we, they can say, hey, we're not going to look for it. You're human and you're looking for that. So we got to clean up whatever on our end after we evaluate the film. Rashad Harvey, Carney Catholic,
1: last question. Mm-hmm. Was there anything that comes out of not playing last night? Could you get a different
4: feeling from the kids this afternoon? Uh, was it better that you played today than last night? I, I mean, They had the same demeanor this afternoon as they had last night. You know, we told them this is the business trip. We didn't even – we said we're not even – we're not doing the foo-foo stuff. We didn't even change here. I didn't say, we're not even going, but we said, this is a business trip. We are dressing at the school. We're going here to handle business. And they had that business-like demeanor last night, and they had it today. You know, even the bus ride, yeah, you know, you just a little ruck. They were locked in, and they showed up tonight or this afternoon and showed they were truly locked in. All right, Coach, see you
1: next week. Thank you. Appreciate you coming to stars. So. Rashawn Harvey and the boys. Just got to get that bus home before it starts smelling. That's all you got to worry about there. But uh, uh, Carney Catholic gets the win. Now, Coach Klingelhofer uh, is still out there meeting with his coaches, so uh, we get a chance to talk to Farron. We want to say thanks to him and all that they do, and we'll see him again. We need to pack up, hit the road here in a moment because we're on our way to Axtell for more football tonight. We will do that after this timeout on the New West post game show.
3: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game, from Hellman, Maine, Kossler, and Cottle.
2: CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always.
1: Update from Wilcox-Hildreth, a good one there. Back and forth, the Falcons have answered right back. And I think I'm getting another update right now. 22-20, Wilcox-Hildreth leading FCM. That was with five and a half to go. Might be getting another update here in just a moment to pass along to you. Uh, A couple other scores, I think we can fire your way as we go to the uh, score feed here it was Arthur County over Paxton 76 to 50 Stewart beat Hartland Lutheran 60 to 18 Cody Kilgore No problem with Minotaur uh, We had Red Cloud they lead Harvard 59 14 in the fourth quarter Parkview Christian and uh, Sterling are 6 6 midway through the second Garden County leading Hay Springs 20 to 16 And they are midway through the third Pawnee City is leading Fifty to fourteen over Lewiston midway through the fourth quarter. See if I can pick up anything. South Loop beat Leighton this afternoon. Fifty-six to six is the final in uh, that contest, and I think that's about all. Highline they're rolling away from Southern Valley. That was thirty to nothing at the half. It's fifty-two to nothing now with a running clock late in the third quarter. And another update from Hildreth. A minute twenty-eight to go in the game, and it's now Sem twenty-eight, Wilcox Hildreth twenty-two. And again, a minute and a half to go in that ball game. I'll be headed to Axtell. Keep it here on ESPN Carney as they take on the Lawrence Nelson Raiders. If you're listening on ESPN and Hastings, Hastings High in Lexington, Adams Central Central, Central City on KHAS, and Wood River, Donovan Trouble on the Vibe 98 9. They all kick off at 7, followed by the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show. Pete Homan had two rushing touchdowns. Amherst was held to just three first downs. 16 to nothing, Carney Catholic wins the district opener. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today.
3: Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump